This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Justin, I saw Paranormal Activity 4 over the weekend. How was that? It's not good. No. No? no. <laughs> really? It well, was number one in the box office, though. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, I think, but it, it fell over Paranormal Activity 3. Paranormal, or no, Paranormal Activity 3 opened to something like 50 million. This one opened to something like 30 million. So you might think, oh, it's over for the Paranormal Activity <laughs> franchise, until you remember that it was made for $5 million. Yes. The yeah. entire made, movie was made for $5 million. Like, they make their money back, like, in five minutes after the show. <laughs> that's after, inc- on, that's at incredible. midnight on Thursday. I know. And why was it bad if you had just surmised the So this is, <laughs> have you watched the other movies? I've only seen the first one. Okay, well, this is the I've first one. I've only seen one, the first two. This is the first one to go, to continue the story after the first one, because two and three went back in time. Got it. And I don't think it's, it is satisfying. It's in, I don't think it takes the story anywhere new okay. or interesting. It's just kind of like, they kind of do the same sort of spooks. It's like, oh, I heard a bump downstairs. And then where it ends up at the end, you're like, what? Why did they do this? Why did they introduce this character? Why did this person do that? Oh, well, All it's right. over now. <laughs> Guess I'll see you guys next year of Paranormal Activity 5. <laughs> yeah, it was And not you will. Good. You'll see yeah. them next year. You'll be there. Well, you were just talking about the lead girl, though. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say that I didn't like that movie very much. I didn't think it was very scary. But I liked the main... So it starts teenagers this time, and the two like main characters are these two teenage... It's a family, but mainly it follows the daughter and her boyfriend. And mm-hmm. I thought they were both like pretty cool. Like They were both good actors, and... Uh, you know, the boyfriend's, like, kind of a little bit annoying, but he's also, like, kind of charming, and you like him. Yeah. And uh, they're both, yeah, cool. 
Yeah, but she's only 15. She's only 15, yeah, so, so nobody get any... My, your inclination might be to think she's really cute, but... Uh, Don't think uh, she's too cute. Uh, be careful. Yeah. But she was good, like you said. <laughs> we can think she's politely cute. That's, that's Politely cute? Um, yeah, is that what you call it? Yeah. That doesn't hold up in court. <laughs> I don't know why. Your Honor, I just thought she was politely cute. It doesn't mean that we I have to be physical. I just politely asked her back to my house. <laughs> when, when does politely cute equate to, like, getting physical? Oh, wow, okay. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, none. I, Every, it never had, that's that never was when a trick it equates. Question, yeah, it was yeah. a trick question. I love that you call sex getting physical. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. You're like, no one has called that music since, like, yeah, 1980s. Yo, girl, let's get physical. But I hope she can go on to do other things because, like, you know, that, those movies are weird. They're supposed to be found footage, and they're they're not supposed to be actors, right? So I hope it that doesn't hold her back from actually going on to do other stuff. None of the <laughs> none of the actors from you know the other movies have gone on. I've seen them elsewhere. Do you think people are like, we really need a good, cute, blonde girl for this movie? If only that Paranormal Activity <laughs> chick was an actress instead of <laughs> a real person. <laughs> so you're saying like Paranormal Activity movies? Like if you're in one, your career dies forever. Like you never right? Act again? I mean, I mean. It's they're, haunted. They're, they're not credited like as, as actors. Yeah, your IMDb like, page is haunted. The, the Macbeth of movies and film. <laughs> wow. Yeah. wow. Yeah. Getting literary. Yep. I mean, the first, one was presented, <laughs> literary. I mean, the first one was presented as this, you know, the police found this footage. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they don't even bother doing that anymore. No, I don't, now it actually like says a... directed by, story by, and all that stuff. So is it, is it still about um, how somebody made a deal with a demon? Yes. <laughs> really? Yes. Okay, because that's sort of ridiculous. And, when, and it's all about connect now, too. Really? Yeah, so Connect is like the star of the show. It's true. There's a Connect in their living room, and then you can see, they, when they turn the lights off, the infrared dots, you, they can see them in the camera. When they Apparently turn the that's a real camera. thing with Connect. Yeah, if you have an infrared camera, you can see all the Connect dots. That's a real thing. And then you can see, like, in the background, there might be, like, a ghost, like, in the dots. A ghost? Like, following them. In the yeah. Connect dots. You can see yeah. the outline oh, of the ghost. Yeah. Toby is the ghost name. The really? demon's name. Wow. Yeah. That's the worst name. I kind of like how it's like a normal name, and then I think that makes it more haunting. So is this the most <laughs> successful thing that uh, Connect has ever been involved with? <laughs> it could be. Yeah, wow. It could be. Uh, Almost, we touched feet we for a second. We did. There. That was weird. <laughs> Foot mm. five. Anyway. <laughs> Our anyway. feet just got physical. Welcome to GameCube. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. This is Brian Altano. <laughs> Hi. This is Justin Davis. Hey. That's Ryan Clements. Uh, over the weekend, the new Bioshock Infinite trailer was released. Yep. Uh-oh. People can see it on IGN.com. You haven't watched it yet. I didn't watch it yet. I'm Allow sorry. us just a few minutes here yeah. to discuss. Um, we'll tell you about it. Okay. You, Justin likes it a lot. Yeah. I was a little underwhelmed. What did you think? Why were you underwhelmed? Well, uh, that, that, you answered my question with another question. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> um, I, I like it. I'm, I'm kind of waiting to see how much of it just sort of feels scripted and how much of it is just sort of like a little open-worldy. This, this guy knows what's up. Yeah. So we... We've been talking a lot about this game recently. There are a lot of, I don't know if fears are the right word, but we're not really sure about this game. Uh, at this point, Bioshock Infinite doesn't feel like a surefire hit to sure. us. Sure, yeah. Because they missed E3, they missed Gamescom. It's coming out in... February. Four months? Yeah. And none of us have played the game. Mm-hmm. So like, that's not really a good sign. There's also been a slew of people have left the team yes. from start to finish. Talent like has been, has um, been leaving. Never a good sign, but it, it's not damning of, of the final game or anything, but it's just never a good sign. Right. It's, so, it's, they've been in like media blackout for a lot of this stuff. Yeah. So we've been thinking, like, uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they missed that release mm-hmm. date, but here they come with a new trailer, and then at the end it says very clearly, yeah. you know, February 26th. Good point. That trailer kind of puts a stake in the ground and I know, says we're like, not be, delaying this again. It'd be hard to push it back again. Yeah. And there was a lot of speculation that maybe this was going to end up being, they were going to delay it to the fall and be a next gen 
title. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, at that point, but, sure. And they obviously they can do whatever they want. They could still do that. But why put out a trailer that very in big bold letters has a new date? Yeah, if that's their plan. So. But the reason I was underwhelmed maybe is that I don't feel like it showed a lot of new stuff. A lot of it, it was the same sort of game mechanics and ideas we've seen before. There are a few new things, but maybe not enough for a game that's been on Blackout for mm-hmm. so long. I thought that's just like staring blank blankly. <laughs> well, we, we, what's going on? <laughs> we saw the rails again that yes. you're flying around yeah. on. We saw um, most most of the same weapons. I think we maybe saw some new plasmid stuff. Yeah, but come on, if they didn't have the rails, people would be like, where are the rails at? That's true. Yo, like, <laughs> that's, that's the game. Where are the like, rails at? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what the game is, is you shoot, and then you have plasmids and guns. Like, I don't know what you expected. Uh, like, I'm just saying. More new. More new stuff. Yeah. I thought the more trailer nude? was great. I give, more nude. I give that, <laughs> yeah, I give that trailer a 10 about. out of 10. 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. That's as good as a trailer could possibly be. <laughs> I loved it. Wow. I absolutely loved it. I thought, I thought the, I thought the. I loved it. <laughs> no, I thought the music was great. I thought it made the gameplay look really interesting. It made it seem very, like every single moment they showed in that trailer showed like a tremendous amount of care. Like there's a little, like it's one second long when they're on a beach. There's like characters in bathing suits and like kids running. That all had to be like animated and people had to create all that art and all the, like every single moment was like that. There's a moment where one of the, I don't know what they're called, but the big like crow thing is like mm-hmm. bursting through a wall. Mm-hmm. You see the wall all Toby. like breaking like, apart. Yeah, that's that's Toby. Toby the bird. <laughs> but like, I'm like, that, that looks we've, amazing. We've seen it before though. So? I'm just saying. It I love it. I love it. You're like, oh man, they they made art and they animated it. Like that's their job. <laughs> no, but like that's a what lot of supposed to do. But like a lot of games aren't like that. Like they don't have. It's just obvious. Like there's a moment where you're in a shop and like you can see how much everything costs on the board. And there's like items on the shelves and like just that level of detail. Like it's just clear that the amount of care and artistry and craftsmanship in that game is like above and beyond what. For sure. Almost I, I mean, the doing. style and the art direction is. Phenomenal. It's probably I, the best I've seen in a long time. But the reason I said you, this guy, when I was pointing at you and said this guy knows what he's talking about, is my one fear from that trailer is that it did make the game seem very scripted. Yes. And you can't get away with if there's something bursting in the wall, like chasing you mm-hmm. or things like that. Like those moments. That kind of, wall's done forever in that. Yeah, game. like you can't. There, it, there's nobody going to come along and fix that wall now. Like what go if, on the rail and with his handyman tools. And what if that's the how the game works? It can't. Fuck. <laughs> could, you, could you imagine yeah. if there was just a small team of construction workers off to the side and every Time the like, like, yeah. 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 They, they get in, they're like, you know, spackling. They're like, oh man, this is such a stop pain. bursting through the damn wall. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine there are doz- dozers like in yeah. Fraggle Rock. Yeah, they just, <laughs> they just rebuild everything. Fraggle Rock like, reference. <clears throat> yeah, so I, I do worry about maybe the game being more scripted than you know. Bioshock was renowned for its ability to sort of come at things in the sure. way that you wanted. Yes, I mean, th- and that's that's the that's the cool thing about the combat. So, but now we have like this whole Skyrail system. We'll see. To me, it almost looked like um, when we first started seeing the game, you could just hop on and off those things at any given time, have huge, intense battles like in the air and stuff like that, and it just like could travel around the whole world like that. Yeah, I mean, there's, but it there's seems like you might there might be like little pocketed environments where you can do that kind of stuff, and then they're just like, okay, go through the door, you're in the next area now. That, that's kind of what I was thinking. Is like, you know, if they do it right and do it well, it could be the best of both worlds. Where like, let's say you go in some shop or go in somewhere, you go to the next area, and some really crazy action set mm-hmm. piece happens. It's all like very scripted. And then maybe after that, you're like in this space, and then it's you know free yeah. roaming to go do what you want to do till you go to the next part, and it sort of shuffles you along mm-hmm. this adventure. There's a disclaimer at the end of the video that says this trailer was made entirely yeah. with in-game footage. Yeah, and well, and I thought, thought that I thought that was interesting because I think the game looks great, but it doesn't look so great 
then I'm like, what? When I read that, like, I, I didn't know that that disclaimer <laughs> was like, you throw up all of your keyboards. <laughs> 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 I can't stop. No, but I mean, that was more of like a screw you to everybody that, that makes trailers that don't have any in-game yeah. footage. You but think I, that's no, irrational I, game design? They're like, look what we did. Why can't you do that? Because you're not us. No, but I don't think, like, the game didn't look good enough that people are like, I don't like. Not I don't good enough. I don't believe it. <laughs> no, it's a ten out of ten because because of the reasons I explained. But I think ACDC animation <laughs> art to say like this is made from all in-game footage. You need to have something that doesn't seem believable as in-game footage. Like what? That looks so good that I don't believe mm-hmm. it's in-game footage. Otherwise, it's like well, yeah, obviously that was in-game footage. That's mm-hmm. all. See, I I love those games, but I it's kind of a gift and a curse that they have this really unique um, enemy design, but there's only like four or five of them. Mm. So it's like, man, look at this guy. He's uh, like the handyman. He's so cool looking. And then you fight like 40 of them throughout the game, and by the end, like... It's true. You know? Well, we, you know, they've only revealed a certain amount. It's true. And the ones they've shown so far have been really cool. Yeah. They've been really cool enemies so far. Yeah. Which, we'll see. It's it's like you say, they put they definitely put that flag in the ground. Do you think it's going to get delayed? I Like we were just talking about, it would be very hard to delay it now. Yeah. Now yeah, I feel like they're probably going to ship it yeah, if Maybe you would have asked me last week, I would have said I am 90% sure that game is being delayed again. But yeah. like, I'm just, I'm just picturing you're playing the game, the final retail copy, and there's a rail that you're flying down, like, and then it just and it's, you just go off into space, like it just ends. Mm-hmm. Your character oh. drops down because they didn't finish the game. Oh, That's I the get joke. it. I get yeah. the joke. I thought you were going to say Pac-Man. It's like, wah, wah, no, 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 wah, no. Wah, just wah. that the rail ends and he flies off yeah. into the clouds because there's no there's Oops. no city left. No one tested like, the final level. Well, we couldn't finish it. So consider this. The, the certification process for a game. Yeah. The manufacturing, that takes... A month, right? Yeah, like, at least. So, like, it's coming out in February. Basically, that game is done now. Yep. It's their bug testing. Done. Yep. And none of us have played the game. Mm-hmm. It's a big secret. Yeah. And they're even, they're even like, here's the final packaging, here is the pre-order bonuses, yeah. here's everything, here's the whole, like, deluxe set. They got a board get. game coming out. It's a out. board game that you can get a piece for in the, uh, in the final packaging oh. for really? or the... Uh, the Creator bundle. You get, it's you get a piece. Game. You get a piece of one of the. You get the handyman character. He looks like a, one of those like muscle mans from the eighties. Muscle man. Oh man, I love yeah. muscle. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, awesome. I love muscle. What does um, it stand for? <laughs> mini. Oh, <laughs> mini ultimates. It, yeah, like, suckers. Oh great, now I can't let each I other will. man. Anyway, I'll figure it out and I'll. <laughs> I'll nope. put Where'd the, that extra <laughs> M come from? <laughs> for the man at the end, for muscle man. Muscle oh, man. Okay. Good point. It's the extra S in mans that you should be asking. I've said it eight times now. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'm gonna. I'm betting it's gonna get delayed. That's me. I'm gonna say it right now. Bioshock. You're, you're publicly get, saying. Yes, Bioshock Infinite will get delayed here in front of. Yep, it will not release in February of 2013. Okay, that's my guess. All right, we'll see. I want to bring Clements into this discussion. We have a an email here from our listener Marion Ortiz. It's ready. And uh, the question is sort of uh, goes along the same lines as what we were talking about with Bioshock Infinite and fears about how scripted it is. Marion says, with this whole Mass Effect slash Dragon Age trend of changes and decisions on the game story that we see nowadays, do you guys like it like that or prefer those classic moments in games when the game tells its own story, mm. like when Aerith dies in Final Fantasy VII, spoilers. Wait, what? <laughs> or Blank getting shot in the head in the Blanking Blank game. You know. I think that's uh, the Walking Dead game. <laughs> <laughs> his name is Zombie. Um, no, I mean, I've actually been playing. I'm about halfway through episode three of The Walking Dead right now, and I'm going through the sort of similar motions where I'm like, I sort of wish this game would just 
give me a story because every time I screw something up or I don't do something right or I let someone live or die or make some decision, like it it weighs on me and it sucks. But it's great you just, too. You just don't want to take responsibility for your actions. No, I you don't. Just because be like, well, the game—that's the way the story happens. Yeah. Well, so there's one part where they're like, "Do you want to kill this guy?" I'm like, "Yeah, kill him!" And then I do. And then like the little girl's there, and she's like, "Yeah." And then and I'm, like, I'm so sorry. At you the end of the that. game, like only five percent of the people kill yeah. him. Yeah, like and I'm like, a monster. Yeah, you're like I'm a monster. <laughs> and you want to be like, you want to look at her and you be like, "The world's covered in the undead. There's nothing we can do. It's a dark place. I can't help you." But you can't, so it's just, yeah. you know, you That's have to what, go with better it. with Connect, though. You can yell at it. <laughs> oh, you can, you can scream, I'm sorry. You can yell at your apologies. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can repent. Well, because, like, the, the game does stuff, like, where you're, like, three episodes later, they're like, I'm going to remember that. Like, yeah. Why? Don't know. It was just, we were just talking like bros. Like, you don't have to remember that. Clementine like, remembers that you let her down. Yeah. It's like, whoa. Yeah. Some guy's like, oh, how'd you get here? So and that guy walked. And he's like, oh, it's weird. A couple weeks ago, you told me you took a car. I, f- I fucking hate you. Yeah. And you're like, what? Whatever whatever paternal instincts I have, Walking Dead totally takes oh, yeah. advantage of them. Yeah. Like, yeah. I want I want to, I will do anything. <laughs> I'll do whatever it takes yes. to protect Clementine. I'll yes. murder any of y'all. I will kill everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the way this that series is going, you're probably going to have to. Yeah. It's great, too, because some of the decisions in that game are literally in all caps. Like, it's you can be like... No, don't worry about it. And the other one's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and I always choose that one. I'm like, don't touch her. Don't, I'll kill you. <laughs> it's zero or a hundred, man. Yeah, but it's one of those things. Like, I know we're going to have discussions about Game of the Year at IGN. And I'm going to bring that up because I'm really liking it so far. But other people might have a completely different experience than I did that's playing what, that game. That's what I think is so cool about it. Sure. Yeah. So if we can get serious about this uh, for a second. Uh-huh. No, let's not get serious. Okay. No, I'm fine. Let's get serious. Um, we get physical? Getting physical. No. Um, we, th- I think some of the choices that you make in games like Walking Dead end up being a little bit superficial because there's still a team making the game. And I have a choice. You're playing episode three right now? Yeah. Okay, so I won't spoil it. You have a choice of leaving someone behind or taking someone with you. Yeah, I just made that choice. Okay, and I, I chose to take this character with me. Me too, and did, she did not deserve that. <laughs> no, but then in the back of my head, well, I'm fair. like, yeah. so... Yeah. I'm like, so other gamers have the choice of leaving this character behind. So in the back of my head, I'm like, now I know that she is never going to play a major part in the story again. I don't think that's necessarily true. I think everyone's game can be drastically different. But they're not. In episode four, there is a choice you can make. And then, like, it totally determines whether or not... It totally determines how how episode five is set up. Wow. Okay. I mean, I'm curious. You know, maybe I shouldn't speak because I'm I'm playing them on iPad, so I'm an episode behind everybody else. But... uh, like this character, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna choose to take this character with me. And then in the next scene, she leaves. And I'm like, so either I left her behind or she leaves of her own accord. Like the result is the same. Like, I just, I'm curious about, I don't feel like people's games are that radically different. Like I feel like we're in the infancy of letting gamers make choice and really sort of affect the future of a game story and they sort still of. need to figure I mean, out. I would say that like an experience like Heavy Rain had drastically different That's endings true. for people. Like, there were very different paths that that game took for many people. Like, you could end that game with all of your characters alive or all of them horribly dead. That's a good point. And I, I very different reasons, dead. too. Horribly dead. Horribly dead. Yeah. yeah. Or regular dead. They could die, die in any dead. number of ways. Like, for me, I think it was, like, the cop. Like, at the end, he was like, oh, man, I'm fine. And then he started getting nosebleeds because he was, like, a drug addict and crazy. And then somebody else was at a book signing, and they're like, you lived, but someone wants to kill you now. And it's, like, no one else I knew had that ending. Other people were just like, oh, man, all my guys died. So... I mean, yeah, well, I, I totally agree. We're, we're like in this era now where we're starting to experiment with these type of things in games. And I, I actually like it, you know, as much as I complained earlier um, that it sort of tears me up. But I like that it's happening. I hope that it's I something do. that happens for a while. Um, it, it gets kind of weird when you get to be like, 
hey, we're like four games in. Did you play the last three? Or, you know, like, and th like if I wanted to start with Mass Effect 3 or something and I hadn't played the last two, then. Yeah, they got to get better about people that come in late. Because um, I played, I played, started playing Walking Dead on PC and I switched to iPad. And then when I played the new episode on iPad, it just made random choices for right. me. It's like, we're just going to make random choices for what you did in the past. I'm like, why? Why not let me Do you want them to be like, yeah. so hypothetically, uh, there's this girl and she shoots another girl point blank in the head. And seconds later, you're like, do you want to come with us? Yeah, they should do that. I mean, they should, they should say, these I'm are the five. for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> like, these are the five choices that you made in episode one. And then yeah. let me toggle through them if you're going to start on a new platform, I think, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just weird to boil the choices down like that in just like a, you know, a little drop-down menu. Yeah, that's it's like, true. There's so much more weight when they're happening on the fly, and there's a timer going in, like, i got to make a decision right now. I know. Sure, but now, I mean, I'm stuck with Doug <coughs> on iPad. Yeah, like, well, I Doug sucks. I didn't, find, <laughs> no, I didn't save great. Doug. Really? Doug's great. I didn't save Doug. So I just wanted to say, though, the original question was, yes. do we like... <laughs> do which, we like, Which version do we like? Oh, no. So, yeah, the original question is, do we like choice-making or stories that are set in stone? Yeah, yes, a story correct. that is told to us. Yes, correct. And I think, I think there are great aspects of both, and I actually really do appreciate um, player-driven decisions, yep. uh, player-driven story, I should say. I think there's always going to be, like, a real um, kind of purity and, and, uh, and uh, tradition to just a story being told. Sure. You are participating in it, but you are not, you know, guiding its direction. And I think that's actually sometimes... <coughs> even more powerful because there's kind of an inevitability uh, to it, uh, especially like if you kind of know that you're barreling towards some terrible, terrible mm -hmm. fate, but you can't really, av av you know, avoid it. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I, I think... I don't know. I disagree with you and everything you said. <laughs> I think I do. <laughs> I mean, are. I think... I think All I, the choices <laughs> you've made in your life. Everything you stand for. <laughs> if you want to have like a powerful story told to you or experience a powerful story, you can, you know, watch a... You can watch Breaking Bad or watch a movie or read a book. You know, games are the only medium that, you know, users have the ability sure. to affect change on the world. Sure. And so I think that, you know, the future of video games and how that narrative is going to continue to stand out from like, you know, other forms of... Uh, you know, artistic expression sure. or whatever. Yeah. You know, I that's. About that too. I think so. I was complaining earlier about like the clunkiness, but I think that's because we're still kind of figuring it out and we're new at it. You know, and Heavy Rain and and Mass Effect and these sort of games are are definitely on the right track. I don't think we're all the way there yet. I think the future of games looks more like that than you know an Uncharted game where everyone experiences the exact same thing. Yeah, for sure. I, I just think that there will always be people. I hope that there are always people telling stories, and then there will ensure. Well, no, let's, let's be clear. It's not like Telltale isn't telling yeah. a story. Yeah. Telling a story without the player inter um, affecting that story, mm -hmm. uh, but what, so why is that beneficial to you? Uh, it's beneficial to me because I think that um, well, first of all, you have to think about the fact that the moment you make a choice, the developer now has to take resources and create two almost entirely different games or like avenues That's, of yeah. of plot, and that just enhances uh, cost. And I think that so there's a cost, um, you know. Uh, but anyway, there's a cost to be considered there as well. Sure. But then, uh, on the other hand, I think that it's just a, a story that is told very precisely by the, the writers and the developers uh, will all, will, has the advantage of being so laser-focused and so subtle and perfected, and they've thought everything through, and they've made sure that it reaches certain you know, emotional highlights, and it sure. has like, its ups and downs, its peaks and its valleys, all these sorts of wonderful things. I think that that... <coughs> Will and, until we get like super so good at interactive stories that a, a story can still have all the subtlety of a well-crafted uh, non-interactive plot. Sure. But uh, until then, I just think that stories will probably be more better uh, massaged when they're just you know focusing on like one set of characters with one set of outcomes. 
doesn't even have to be one set of characters, just that, yes, the outcomes are, all, are always the same, sure. and it can be fi you know, fine-tuned. I mean, I, I trust like a competent writing staff to come up with branching paths for certain characters. I mean, something like The Walking Dead, like it, it never really feels like, oh man, I made this decision and now I'm down like shitty writing road, you know, where all of a sudden, like sure. I don't, all the characters of are. Of course. But you know, that's, they're also only dealing with like five or six characters and that things can possibly happen to. And so. I, I, don't, I don't mean to imply that uh, like the Walking Dead staff or any video game developers that are choosing to do interactive stories aren't competent enough or they're not good writers to create a good story. What I'm saying is that there's also an advantage of when you have a defined plot, you also have the, the benefit and I think the really important uh, emotional impact of having shared experiences. Yeah. So when you are reading a book and you get to a part and then you know, you're friend, your uh, lover, or like, you know, family member also is reading that book, you can ha share in that experience together, you know, it's like something that like resonates with multiple sure. people. Mm -hmm. It makes it harder to share games with, you know, friends, we all, like half the fun of playing something or reading or watching something is coming into work the next day and talking about it with people yeah. that feel the same way as me, but like with Mass Effect, it's like, oh man, that part with Ashley, and they're like, what, Ashley died two, day two, two games ago, like, what are you talking about? Like, Surprise. Yeah, yeah. so. Yeah. I'm glad TV doesn't do that, because I don't want to come into work and be like, oh man, my Walt died last night. <laughs> Mine didn't, I got two more seasons, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> sure, but I think, I, I still go back to the difference that you are a part of the game, you're participatory in mm -hmm. the experience, so if you're playing your shepherd as an asshole, like that needs to be a different experience that some, than someone that's playing him as a sure. saint, and so. Yeah, this is definitely the way that video games are going. They're going to be more interactive. Clements, you touched on a great point earlier that it's really, really challenging from a development standpoint too. If you have a branching path, suddenly you're putting time and resources and money and manpower into a path that half of people are we'll never, never even see. see. Exactly, that's the thing. You and know? so that's what I was thinking. That's what I think about with Mass Effect, where the world just the funnel just gets bigger and bigger and mm -hmm. bigger. Like in the starting game, you know, you have whatever a dozen choices, and then that branches into a dozen more paths, mm -hmm. and two, and a dozen more, and three. And so three has like how many hours of voice acting does, does three have that you no know no one will ever hear that no one will ever hear, and you know, ninety nine percent of people will never yeah. hear. In their in their yeah, copy I mean, of the game, like that, that can't continue indefinitely. Some people argue for like replayability in situations like this, but like when I'm done with The Walking Dead, I'm done. Like I want yeah. that experience to be that experience I had from start to finish, and I don't want to go back and like redo all my decisions yeah. and stuff like that. That's, like, but yeah. that's why I actually think replayability as ba uh, as built into gameplay is a is a better way to de design a game than it is to have branching storylines. This is just a personal opinion, sure. but sure. like for example, in Borderlands, like. The gameplay is what brings you back. The story doesn't change, but it's the fact that there's always a different gun. There's always a better gun. There's you know different classes you can play as. But yeah. you know it's just like the different ways to play. And again, like as we were arguing, like that's the reason games are special is because you interact with them. If your interactions change, not necessarily the story that's being shown to you, but your actual mm -hmm. influence on the game world. Yeah. I would definitely agree with that. I mean, I think I. Um if you're a really, really true expert storyteller, like a great, you know, craft of writing a story and dialogue, and that's your passion, then you're probably not making video games. You know, you're probably writing movie scripts or writing television scripts because you can have that pinpoint level of control. Like, no one would write a movie script and be like, you know, and then the character got stuck in a room for an hour because they didn't know where to go. Yeah. Like, games will, I, like, they have, you have a really, really hard time at telling a story in a game as well as, you know, you can in a movie where you can control the angle. Like, where you place the camera, how you know what the lighting is, that it, that affects people's yeah, mood. For sure. you know, we, had, we had a we had a Borderlands feature that went up a few weeks ago that talked about the the music in that game and how um, 
it's writing music for a video game is so much different because it's like you have this crazy fast-paced music and then my character can just stop mm-hmm. and like stare at his watch exactly. and look at his inventory and it's like but, but then that, but then not that, doing anything. That calls upon developers to actually take thing, like, things like that into account. And like it's true that you can have you know laser-focused accuracy when you're making a movie or writing a book, but uh, you know if a developer thinks like maybe if a character slows down, let's slow the music down or let's yeah. dim the lights sure. or something like they yeah. still have that control. And I think it's a little. I mean, I think it's a little unfair to say that if you're a true genius of storytelling, you're probably not working in video games. Because I bet that, I mean, people that are, (laughs) people can choose, like, whatever avenue they want. Maybe they'll have less control over it, but that doesn't mean they're less talented. I mean, in my experience, I love video games as the business I work in. I don't want to do anything else. I think telling a story through gameplay and that marriage of, you know, the player being a participant in the story is incredible. It's powerful. But... Yeah, I mean, I think I also watch movies. I also experience TV shows, and I get different things out of them. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I, in my experience, the story in almost every game is, you know, it's it's yeah. it's yeah, kind of disposable. Big game out this week is Medal of Honor Warfighter. Fuck, so, fuck, fuck, fuck. Uh, yeah, our boy Mitch, working on that as we speak. EA, yeah, EA decided that, uh, hey, there's a big day one patch that fixes the whole game, so we can't send it to you ahead of time, so you're going to have to just play it the day it's out, and that's why we don't have a review up. And the patch notes are about a mile yeah, long. Here's the patch notes. Oh, I'm not crap. It's fixed. Six trees died so that patch could live. <laughs> This is everything that's fixed on day one yeah. for <laughs> Medal of Honor Warfighter. So video games. Yeah, yeah, fixing stuff, multiplayer, single player, matchmaking, weapons, UI, navigation, user experience, visual polish, miscellaneous fixes. How did it pass certification? It's true, like right, like it's it's crazy that things can get like what is the point of certification anymore? Yeah, like, right. I don't much? know. And and the thing is, uh, a lot of our viewers probably don't know. So the way certification works with Microsoft and I believe Sony also is. The first one's free. They give you the first update Your certification for free. Is free? No, no, like, the first one. And I'm then saying, after that, you have the publisher has to pay every time they want to put, push out a new update. They're like so, drug pushers. Pretty much. They give first you a little taste. So <laughs> they're I need to get a certification. Ah, <laughs> oh, <man>. Starscream. <laughs> <laughs> so they've burned their first one just to make their game uh, work. How is this their first one? Well, this is the first patch. Oh, the patch is free. Yeah, first okay. patch is free. Gotcha. Okay. It seems like something like visual polish is something you maybe get ready a little earlier than we know. Want. One of the things on the patch notes I'd read ahead of time uh, earlier was was fixes controls that would sometimes get totally unresponsive. Like <laughs> that seems like it should be a little higher up the priority list than oh, go ahead and ship it like that. It'll yeah. be fine. R one was accidentally resetting the game before the. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Jeff Gersman tweeted my favorite one over at Giant Bomb, and it was that uh, team vo- uh, voiceover IP for Team Chat had been fixed to no longer allow opponents into Team Chat. <laughs> Wait, it, I thought Team Chat yeah, exactly. implied that yeah, it was yeah. I'm talking oh, to my is, team. It was just a chat channel. I'm sorry. So suddenly it turned into. Splinter Cell Spies versus Mercs, where you could listen in on the other team, apparently. Yeah. So there you go. Well, we've been skeptical about... Medal of Honor, people. We've been skeptical about this Medal of Honor for a while. 
haven't we? Can we be honest? Yeah, the whole franchise. I think we'd be, yeah, we've been skeptical <laughs> on the franchise. I mean, last well, you know their last reboot of it with the beards and stuff didn't go over yeah. super. That was two hot. years ago. Warfighter. Oh, How about Bugfighter? Yeah, That's and then like yeah, Bugfighter. In this one, really you know, it, on. they did the classic one here. Where they weren't. The game wasn't going to be given to us early. You know, you wouldn't have any time to do anything. And then people had seen it at events and weren't happy with it. And the fact that there's been like no marketing for it usually not a great sign. Is well, except for that uh, Lincoln Park video. Can't, oh, lest of course. We How forget. can I forget Lincoln Park? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty easily. Uh, this is um, this is EA. This is all EA has this uh, holiday season. I guess this and Need for Speed. Yeah. Right. Which uh, comes out next I feel week. like they've got to have more. They always seem to have games. Well, I mean, Madden and FIFA will certainly sure. carry their have, like, their fiscal yeah. order yeah. too. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. All their sports games had their best year ever. Aside Except from basketball. for that's <laughs> NBA Live. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so that's that. That's holding them over. But I mean, this game, it just seems like a franchise they have continuously treated with utter disrespect. Right. Both towards the people reviewing well, it, the people buying it. Like, who is this for? Because they, they just shit these games well, out. No, and they no don't you know seem what it is? is I, I actually really liked their last pre reboot game, which was Airborne, where you, were, mm, uh, you mm, played the, mm, the Airborne infantryman and you parachute in. Still a World War II game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it was after World War II games were uncool, so a lot of people sort of wrote it off immediately as that. But it was actually a great hook and a great concept for the game, especially in multiplayer. You could just parachute in mm-hmm. wherever and land on rooftops, land behind enemy lines, and risk getting shot down. And then it seems like now they're just, it's like they're just trying to catch up to Call of Duty. Like, well, whatever they're doing, let's do it uh, in slower motion and with more <laughs> scripting. And, you know, it's like, well, I kind of liked, you know, even though War, uh, Airborne wasn't like a, it wasn't a nine. It was, you know, it was a good game, not a great, great game. But the idea was so much better than at least they were doing their own original right. thing. Yeah, yeah. Warfighter just seems like a g- generic, you know, modern combat mm-hmm. shooter game. See, even in the title, Warfighter. I know. Like, okay, we, we just put the, words together I think, there. I think <laughs> how out of ideas are we? The fact that they had I think to. We all know we're totally. <laughs> the fact that they had to give. Uh, B- Battlefield 4 beta access away with this game when Battlefield 4 hasn't even been announced yet mm-hmm. is a little telling of yeah. how desperate they are yeah. to move copies of this. I didn't realize they were doing that. Battlefield 4 beta access yeah. comes with... A game that doesn't exist yet, yeah. really, uh, is you can play the beta if you just buy this game this year, please. <laughs> so is this how they've been doing it? Is that why I'm confused? It's Battlefield Medal of Honor, Battlefield yeah, Medal it's of Honor. Yeah, it's their Modern Warfare Black Ops. Yep. Gotcha, so gotcha, that's how they're gotcha, doing gotcha, it. Gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. I mean, I don't, I don't see the reason why this exists when Black Ops is out in just a few weeks. I mean, who is, who is the audience here that's like, I can't wait? People get tricked. The parents are going to buy Black Ops. And no, I don't know. Well, parents shouldn't be buying the shit for their kids, period. <laughs> yeah, but they, <laughs> they don't listen to you. They don't care. Well, they should. <laughs> Not like I should teach anyone how to be a I was going to say, really? <laughs> <laughs> really? Brian yeah, Montano giving out his parental advice. I, I, would, I would subscribe to that YouTube okay, yeah, channel. Okay. Sure. Let's make it happen. We need to get, to get a, like, a parental advice column on IGN. Yeah. I mean, don't fucking do that. <laughs> That'll be the name of it. But yeah. just wait, wait till Black Ops if you want a game where you can shoot terrorists. Yeah. So we well, didn't... The point is, obviously, you know, it's not to... I don't think they're trying to fool anybody into buying it instead. It's just... People love Call of Duty so much. It's like, okay, if people are just hungry for this. Let's just see if we can, we can uh, ride the coattails. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So we didn't get uh, review copies early. Is that right? No, um, we did not. That so is correct. Mitch is working on the review probably as we speak. He is. He expects to have it up this week, I believe. Late yeah, this he's week. Been, uh, he's been complaining to me a lot. Yeah. Sadly. Are any reviews for this game out yet? Have we, have we if somebody powered through it and stayed up all night, and uh, maybe. I don't maybe. know. I, haven't I, haven't seen I any. just haven't seen any, so I wasn't sure. Mm-hmm.
Speaking of updates, Resident Evil 6 has a big update incoming. Oh, wow. Do you guys remember Resident Evil 6? <laughs> I remember I kind of something about it. <laughs> I remember the demo for E3 that I thought was not good. Yeah, it came out this month. I know Resident Evil 4 is on sale on Xbox Live and PSN right now for $10, which is a far better Resident Evil game. It is. Resident Evil 4 is very good. But yeah, Resident Evil 6 came out this month, earlier this month, and uh, it's getting a patch, which apparently Capcom says is in response to some negative player feedback. Is this oh, the so patch much. that makes the game fun? Uh, <laughs> that, answer that no. From GameScoop, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, Changes coming to Resident Evil 6 include uh, you'll be out, now be able to change your camera to allow for a greater field of view. Mm. That's, that's a very that's a very PC thing to do, a very PC gaming thing. Um, except I think this is is Resident Evil 6 even on PC? No, okay. it's just it's, you don't you know usually first person shooters on PC will give you those sorts of weird tweakable options, but consoles yeah. you don't usually get that. Ada Wong's campaign will be made available from the start, and they'll add, they're adding a new No Hope difficulty, which is an extremely hard difficulty level. That's what everybody's saying. The game's wants too to be easy. <laughs> Bored out of my mind, it's so easy. Is this the end of Resident Evil? Is Resident Evil 6 the end for a while? You think we'll see, gonna, we'll is see there going to be Resident Evil 7 right away? The, uh, this, the slate the, wipes clean next gen. It'll be they yeah. could they could even reboot it. They could it reboot it. They don't even point. have to call it seven. Yeah, it could just be Resident Evil. Right. Right. Operation Raccoon City sold a ton of copies. It's, it had it's a Capcom's, huge marketing campaign. Isn't it Capcom's biggest franchise? Yeah. Yeah. Oh sure. Um, so, I, I, yeah, I think it's got to be bigger than Street Fighter at this point, right? But people still like Street Fighter, and they still make good Street Fighter games. Yeah. Well, that's a different story. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's a different argument we're having here. Um, whether or not these games are good is is up for debate. You can go to Metacritic and find out that they're not. <laughs> but um, I've had a copy of Resident Evil 6 for a month now. I have had no desire to open it or play yeah. it. Likewise. Yeah, I don't. It's weird. I, I can't I, get past that that six logo that looks a giraffe. The, looks, yeah, like a, giraffe looks like a giraffe. Looks like a woman a giraffe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It cannot be unseen. Is that no. in the patch update? Did they fix that? <laughs> <laughs> they fixed the logo. Um, Replaced it with a real six. Yeah, I, I loved the um, the first five Resident Evil games. Not not Resident Evil five. I mean like one through four and, and Code Veronica. Or excuse me. You were, I didn't know if you were counting Resident Evil zero in that. Oh, yeah, I guess yeah, I guess six. The first six games. Four, five, and six. <laughs> the first six games, but not six. But or not five. six or five. Yes. <laughs> Resident Evil. Um, I even loved the three DS one, but I just I. I can't be with them anymore with these like they're I can't just, be with them and I can't they're just be bad action games now. They're, like if you want to make an action game, there are plenty of great third person action games. Like I'll play Uncharted if I want to, if I want to play a really good third person action game. But why would I play Resident Evil 6? Yeah. That's the thing. That's what's always turned me off about them is how they feel and how they yeah. control and how that world and that's just not how I would want to exist in a zombie infested world. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm I'm a huge zombie fan. I yeah. try to consume all that media when whatever platform and, it comes to whatever. And survival horror is such a um, a genre with not a lot of entries, let alone good ones. That yeah. it's like more, it's yeah. ripe for the taking. Like you know, embrace it, do it, and you probably have the whole market to yourself. Sure. There. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. they can go after like the hardcore gaming action market. So this is so basically all of money. gaming is Call of Duty's fault. That's what we're saying this week on this week's show. <laughs> That's you, what I you put those words out there, not me. <laughs> <laughs> We have the first trailer for Iron Man 3. Yes, we do. We all got a chance to see it. Yep. Yes. First of all, can we all admit that that uh, Iron Man 2 was really bad? Yeah. 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 And can we also admit that The Avengers was Iron Man 3? <laughs> Pretty much. That was predominantly an Iron Man movie. Like, yeah. it ends with him being like, my house is messed up. <laughs> well, then... <laughs> in the trailer, he's got the, br the push broom. <laughs> Carol Burnett's out left there today. We're going to keep that there. <laughs> in the trailer, he says something like, everything changed after New York. Yeah, right? yeah. So I assume he's referring to the end of... Yeah, yeah they, they fucked up his house. Yeah. 
You can't sleep anymore. This trailer wasn't, is bad. Wasn't uh, Iron Man 2, didn't that whole big scene end in New York too? We, yeah, the, the big the, battle. Oh, from right. the, um, at the United States. Stark, the that. Stark Expo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no one fucking cared about yeah. that. That's the end of it. Nobody cares about that. That doesn't matter. Gwyneth Paltrow walking up to a thing beeping. Mm-hmm. Oh, gonna, I'm yeah. gonna explode him on the phone. <laughs> Dumbass. How are we feeling about Iron Man 3? The trailer looks kind of dark. Yeah. Like the trailer yeah. to do a Dark Knight thing. But the, the first Iron Man was pretty lighthearted and, like, and that, that, it was fun, right? And that was the problem I thought with 2, is that 2 was way too lighthearted. You know, yeah, it was too way lighthearted. too campy. Yeah, like yeah. Tony Stark is an alcoholic. That's like one of his defining like yeah. moments for that character in the comics. And here he's just like, oh, I'm drunk and I'm throwing a party at my house. I'm, bam, bam, I'm in the suit. And yeah. now I'm going to get punched by Rhodey a bunch. And it's yeah. like, what? And like, this sucks. This is terrible. Like, what are you doing? So like, I want... I'd, I don't want to see him go. I, I, I do not think they're going to go super Dark Knight and make it like yeah. really, really. I mean, I think there's going to be those moments he's going to be dealing with. It sounds like post traumatic stress, right? That he can't sleep after New York or whatever, whatever. All this horrible stuff that's happened. Why would that be so traumatic? They like they fought aliens and then they won. Like, well, all these horrible <laughs> monsters came in. The city of New York's completely destroyed. You're just a dude in a suit. You could die at any time. You maybe almost, almost maybe died again. sell a suit and buy a house in the Caribbean somewhere. Well, you know, he has to do that off. because we know his house gets destroyed, right? Spoilers. Yeah. Well, it's in the trailer. I close my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he just listens to the trailer. I think it's seen his house slides into the ocean. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's and cool. he gets pulled down in the ocean. Yeah, and he gets only in back. California. Either way, you can't swim in that suit. Yeah, you can. Well, he can shoot. He can fly. Yeah, it looked can. like he was just sinking. Well, yeah, he's getting pulled down. He's eventually going to go. Oh, right! I have lasers on this dumb thing. <laughs> <laughs> Or the movie just ends and he drowns. Because uh, Iron Man starts, or not Iron Man, Iron Man 3, also known as the Avengers, starts mm-hmm. with him underwater doing his little... Uh, that's true, yeah. Oh, that's right. Welding. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that. You're an interesting case because you were not that hot on Avengers. Yeah. I mean, I, I totally get who that movie is for, and that is... Everyone. Seven-year-olds. Like <laughs> seven-year-olds? Yeah. It's for kids. It's for kids. Like, I don't care. The threat in that movie are these alien monsters that, that ride what? sky motorcycles, right? It's well, for kids. Oh, no shit. The movie with all the bright colors and people dressed in tights beat the they were the They things. were the locusts from Gears of War. Yes. They were straight out of Gears of War. I didn't care about Loki. I didn't care about all the characters yeah, on, the, on the sky bikes. And they were like, oh. Like, Hawkeye is a terrible character. Oh. Everyone's like... I like they're, they're like, we're going to go fly. You guys stay on the floor if you can't fly. And he's like, okay. I think he's cool. And he's, he's, he's cool, but it's it, like he's always, him and like uh, Scarlett Johansson are always the characters that totally break the reality of it, right? Yeah. They're like there are these horrible fucking creatures killing everything. And he is just like, <laughs> yep. Scarlett Johansson's like, oh, shooting and stabbing. She's like jumping from bike it's to like, bike. It's like, one of these creatures just go, <laughs> and, yeah. be and then that's it. You're that telling me none gone. of them have the skills. Or to somebody walks up to Hawkeye and they go, he goes, give me that. And smacks the, the bone out of his hand. Yeah. Character's dead. Yeah. Rest in peace. What's he going to do? It's for a guy that doesn't have superpowers, doesn't he hold his own pretty well? Well, yeah, but, but, but because that's they what made I'm him do that. But exactly, that's what I'm saying. Is yes, he <laughs> holds his own, to. and that's where it gets all weird. Yeah, like, you can't have like the Incredible Hulk and then Jason Bourne next to him, and like, yeah, hey, you know what I mean. Why did they, I wonder why they felt like they needed to add Hawkeye? Oh, they they put him in Thor, but like, also at the end of that movie, he's going to be suing the NFL for his concussion damage because that's what you do when you get a concussion. You just yeah. sue, sue the National Football League, <laughs> like everybody else. But I mean, like, you have the Hulk comes in just like. Takes on like eighty dudes with like the flick of a finger, and Hawkeye's like. It was one of those things like when like you watch <laughs> when you watch Avengers the movie and like yeah they all take off and do stuff. Everyone on the ground seems so impotent. Even well, Captain they, America they is like just running around like. Oh. They even say at some point they're like, all right, you guys that can fly, go fly. We're gonna be on the floor. Yeah. It's like, well, well, why? Because you suck. I'm gonna go tell a cop well, to set up a perimeter. Yeah, we'll be yeah. on we'll be on crowd control down <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. But I don't Iron, know. Iron Man 3. Iron Man yes. 3, I'm excited. It looked great. The trailer was, mm-hmm. uh, I, I guess I sort of had no expectation, but I came away like, wow, yeah. that actually yeah. looks like so, it's going to go to some cool places. Interesting director. 
You guys you familiar with this director? Shane Too Black. Uh, he's the guy that he wrote Lethal Weapon. <laughs> yes. Wrote, wrote Monster Squad. Yes. What? Yes. Monster Squad's awesome. Yes. Just Holy shit. Let that resonate for just a moment. He's, he wrote Monster Squad and he's directing Iron Man 3? Yes. Wow. So as far as directing goes, he is not too old for this shit then. <laughs> <laughs> he actually wrote all the Lethal Weapons. And in between Lethal Weapons, he wrote stuff like Monster Squad, Last Action Hero, wow. uh, The Last Boy Scout. That's I can't imagine him like being on set and people are like not listening to him. He's like, shut the fuck up! I directed Monster Squad. Like, all right, all right. He didn't direct it. He just wrote it. He wrote oh, even better. I think this is only his second directing gig. He directed Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which was kind of like Robert Downey Jr.'s like comeback movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah sort of. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I thought that was interesting. So do you think Downey handpicked when Favreau wasn't coming back? It was like, be, he's right, like, hey, I know just the guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Robert Downey Jr. is talking about He just slides over a VHS of Monster Squad and doesn't tell you all you need to know. We want to go to some Remember dark... that line, Wolfman has an art? I was just going to say. We want to go to dark places. It doesn't get any darker than Count Dracula and the mummy. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. Okay. I, I mean, I don't know what to do with that information. Like, if I should be more excited or less excited, I think I'm just, like, happy to know that now. Good. Speaking of happy, do you think Favreau's character, Happy, is now written out? Is he killed off for Maybe. Iron Man 3? No, he's in it. He's in, he's the, in it. He's in the credits. Well, there you go. So, yeah. Iron That'd be Man weird for me. He shows up on the set and he's like, Hey, guys. Hey, I guess I'll just, um, I'll be over here and <laughs> anybody <laughs> needs me. Do you think, think he's like trying to give tips to Shane? <laughs> yeah, about, like he's the movie's <laughs> creepy ex-boyfriend? You think he's going to put the camera there? <laughs> How about one for old time's sake? Well, Come on, guys, ready? The suit. Action. <laughs> there, didn't that feel good? <laughs> I do, I do, I do not like the coloring of the suits so far. The Iron Man, the more yeah. gold Iron Man suit. I'm not mm. a fan of what I've seen, and then like the uh, War Machine Patriot outfit. Is it War Machine or Iron Patriot? I don't know. Hey, what's going on? I by read the DC way? Comics because DC Comics are good. There's like two seconds in the trailer when he's uh, getting anesthesia and clearly about to have surgery. Yeah. I wonder what the hell that's all about. He's already like all good to go. Or? Yeah, yeah. I liked when the suit grabbed Gwyneth Paltrow when he was in bed and he was next to her. Oh, yeah, is that, that what happened? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm assuming somebody's in the suit. I don't know. Yeah, somebody's kidnapping. Yeah, yeah. kidnapping the Gwyneth. Uh, yeah. Kidnapping the suit and then blowing Chris up. Chris Martin's suits. gonna be pissed. Yeah, <laughs> that guy's never pissed. He's yeah, always just really kid sad. Apple. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody yeah. should be pissed what about that. What the fuck is wrong with <laughs> you? I'm pissed about that actually. Yeah, Greg doesn't yeah. care about the Hobbit. Do you guys care about the Hobbit? Nope, yeah. definitely. Okay, you care about the Hobbit. Let's <laughs> <laughs> some Whatever. babes and boobs. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see today's news that the the first Ho the Hobbit, the Unexpected Journey, will be the shortest of all of the. Middle How Earth long do they say? Thirty minutes. It's still gonna be two hours and forty minutes. Jesus. So it's two hours and forty minutes. But it's shorter than. So an uh, hour Fellowship shorter the than the other Peter Jackson Lord of the Rings right, yeah. movies, wow. basically. Shorter than Fellowship of the Ring. So this so is gonna be a, another nine-hour tale of a, a, a dwarf yes. walking around a mountain. And it's gonna be awesome. Oh my god. I mean, you know, all that means is the extended cut is gonna be mm -hmm. three and a half hours instead yeah. of four hours. I know. Which yeah, is fine. I don't know. I can't muster a single fuck for those movies. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even like Lord of the Rings? No. No. Oh, do you like anything? No, I love really. many things. <laughs> Avengers, <laughs> hate it. Oh, Hobbit, hate it. New York pizza. <laughs> <laughs> love those things. Um, Resident Evil, hate it. The new Resident Evil, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, you know I, what you're going to love next week? Or two weeks, whatever it is? Halo 4. Okay. It's coming well, out. I don't know. Are you a Halo fan? Not really, but this one looks great. <laughs> yeah. This looks like pretty. There's, there's been Prime. we've been all kinds of new stuff on IGN this week. Gameplay yeah. trailer, the live action David Fincher produced uh, thing, which yeah. looked cool. Yeah. Gameplay trailer, fun. map um, tours. It's getting it's the hype is reaching its it is. its zenith. Um, yeah, that one's coming out soon. 
Brian, you didn't like any of these movies. What's the best movie you've seen this year? Jeez, what came out this year? Right. The Hulk Hogan sex four. tape. What'd you say? Paranormal Activity 4. Didn't see that. <laughs> Hulk Hogan sex tape. <laughs> yeah, that was great. If you don't have an answer, I'll let you talk okay. about it. We don't have to have the... I'll come back. Winner um, of the Brian Altano Award for Cinematography. The is Hulk Hogan sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> Everything sucks. <laughs> Fuck you, Hollywood. Why, so why are you excited for The Hobbit? Well, I love Lord of the Rings. Okay. Yeah. Did you read the book? It's no. a fun okay. book. It's a totally just fun book that I think will translate well in Peter Jackson's hands to the screen. From what I've heard, um, what they're covering in this movie is basically nothing. Like, what? it's the part of the books where really nothing has happened yet. Since they're spreading it across three movies, this is just them being like, there's yeah. some guys with I mean, some beards, they all live in a tree I wonder together. if this, if the <laughs> first making one... making cookies, <laughs> things get They drunk. like to sing and drink ale. It's yeah, a well, really disgusting sausage party. The first one probably won't even get to Smog, right? There no. Won't even, he won't even be in it, so... Who's Smog? Who's the dragon. The who, I know, who is doing the voice? I know who Smog is. <laughs> Who's doing the voice of Smog? Was, I have no clue. Is there's it, a character named Smog the Dragon, really? Did a nine-year-old write this movie? Brian, come on. <laughs> I hope Randy Jackson does the voice. <laughs> Greg, what are you what are you playing there? Uh, settings on the PlayStation Vita. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out why I had no single. I am playing Assassin's Creed 3 Liberation. I just got my code. You're Very working exciting. on that review, but I'd like to know how you would re- review the settings of your Vita <laughs> on the IGN scale. Well, let's start with presentation. <laughs> Can we bring the breakdown box back? It's hard to get around. You yeah. never know what you're getting into. Yeah, it's tough. Six five probably on the. It's customizable. Mm. No, not in the green settings. Once I'm inside the green setting. Oh, once you're get, in there, then it's at least. I still a, get the weird, four. the weird text messages. I've blogged about this before. I get phantom texts because, like, my 3G card used to be assigned to a phone number. You get, you have to have a phone number for the 3G, mm-hmm. uh, and so I just get random texts for this girl all the time. <laughs> really? On your yeah. Vita? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should like text back. He's yeah. like, "Yo, girl, what's up?" Well, it's because I can't text from the Vita. You can only receive <laughs> texts on the Vita. What did people text her? All sorts of stuff. I've, I've blogged about it before. Oh. She, she. What we know about her is that, uh, we know her name, uh, Julie. Her name's Jewel. People call her Jules a lot in the text. She's a flight attendant, I think. Because here's how it went, is that it started, I'll read through something for you. <laughs> this, is a, this is incredibly <laughs> yeah. fascinating. It started off that You're I, just playing a game, and you're, re- you're just receiving text messages from this girl named Julie? It's rare. It's more usually when I turn on the Vita, and I'll, I'll just be doing something you're else. You're watching this woman's entire ghost yeah. life unfold on your, on your Vita. That's correct, yeah. And um, she has no idea. Which might be the best or saddest thing I've ever yeah, heard. It's well, like it's one of those things that it, I'll see if I can dial. Oh, I can't dial. This that. seems incredibly unsafe. Like, are people getting my texts and yeah. I don't know it? Like, so anyways, it started that you know a lot. A lot of times, she, like, please call me when you're on the way to the airport. I landed and meet you by luggage. Aww. Call me. And I waited things, for hours. And, and like, <laughs> it, and then she started getting other stuff, like more stuff. I, I was like, oh, maybe she's going on a trip. Then it turned out you know, she kept getting messages about airports and stuff. I'm like, oh, she's a flight attendant. Then now this is the one that we got. Uh, this is the one we got that changed the whole flip the script. This is from... Uh, I'm screwing your brother. Yeah. May 26, 2012. Hi, Julie. This is Buster. Brother Chuck. I have some Percocets. 15 I need to get rid of. Whoa! And like, she's traveling so much because she's a drug mule. And like, that was the last time I've gotten the drug ones. Like, That's very Jackie Brown. Yeah, I get yeah. the one. What did you do over the weekend? Love, Mom. Don't forget uh. to send a message to your two dads on Father's Day. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry did not. There's get the real the car. root of the problem. Try to call you. Going to bed now. Love, mom. D- do you know if Arnie and Holly are okay? There are fires in Colorado Springs. It's <laughs> crazy. We can track this down if someone knows an Arnie and Holly in Colorado Springs. Hey, yeah. girl. This is Amanda. Are you at Fish? 
like the band? I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is it spelled that way? <laughs> Did you bring your Percocets? <laughs> Got your message today to show 1419 Ashford Creek. Sorry, my tenant there is sick today. Can you show tomorrow afternoon? Thanks, Betty. Okay, so now we have names, yeah. addresses, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if somebody towns. Can piece all this we've, 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 we've kind of honed in on this person together. now. Oh, I'm still in that So wonderful to hear your voice. We'll call you back, but I know you're being an old lady, smiley face. Let's please chat ASAP. Love and miss you too. What's what doesn't what I don't get about it is that <laughs> she's calling people, yeah, uh -huh. talk, commun communicating to people, and they have to see a different number, mm -hmm. but then they're coming back and texting the old number. Well, these I'm, are these oh. are drug addicts she's dealing with, Greg. Well, That's there's true. that, That's and true. it's also the fact I'm assuming that she's getting these texts too. That's what I was no assuming. Way. You think we're double we're doubling yeah. up on this phone? That was my guess. Huh. Yeah, that's how I would assume. But but I've texted that number before because I did an article oh. about how Vitas have uh, Vitas have their have uh -huh. their number or whatever. Hmm. You, did you text it? Mm -hmm. And she and I never got a text back like, hey, what are you talking about? This is Jules. Next time, I ask for yeah. some perks. I got some perks sets out my ass. What do you want me to do with them? Uh, all right, let's check in with the listeners. Hi, listeners. Hey, listeners. <laughs> Beat you. I know. I had coffee in my mouth. Well, that's, that's how a lot of people lose the race. Remember, you can always reach us at gamescoop <laughs> at ign.com, just like. Our good friend, <laughs> Sha Sharia, Sharia Dagra, Sharia Dagra. That's Sha something I made Sharia up. Sharia Dagra, uh, Sharia says what? Walking Dead. What? What was the name again? Sharia Dagwa. S H A U R Y A. Sharia. Sharia. Sure. Walking Dead, the game so far has been great. How much pressure would the guys at Telltale be feeling to make Episode Five memorable? and finish the series on a high. Could a bad ending tarnish the whole series, kind of like Mass Effect 3? Or Number like, one, wait, is, everyone, yeah. is everyone caught up? Have, they, have we nope. played through 4 yet? I okay. haven't played through 4 we'll, yet. We'll, so. we'll avoid spoilers I, for everybody I, out there. Give me, give me a fist pound, Amy. Bow. Oof. Oh, <laughs> Best friends forever. <laughs> uh, they're under a lot of pressure, I think, but I don't think they... Uh, they're under pressure because they're putting themselves under pressure. They want to live up to fan expectations. I sincerely doubt it'll fall below. I think I, I doubt we're going to walk away disappointed. Well, it's like any any like TV show episodic series. You do want the finale to be great. Like, yeah. And yeah. if yeah, the yeah. finale was a bummer, you, you would be let down. It's, so. like any, it's like any video game, right? Like this is a 10-hour campaign if you think about it that way when mm -hmm. it gets released on a disc. So it's like it's weird that we get to be with them on this, you know, episode-like progression yeah. as we go. I mean, I do wonder... I'm not expecting any sort of like actual resolution where it's like, oh, that's the oh, end. Right. Like I feel like, I mean, I don't know. I know, I know. I've heard some. I've had part okay. of episode four spoiled for me, unfortunately. Okay. So okay. I understand that this thing's happening, but like these characters, I just don't think they want to like put a bow on it and be like the end. Well, I mean, like, it's because there's gonna be a season two. Yeah, right? Walking exactly. Dead is. You know, I was gonna say the that. whole thing about Walking Dead is that you know when Kirkman made it, he wanted a, a zombie movie that never ends. Right. So I, the game, I would assume, is the same way that there's never gonna be an end. Like they're gonna solve the zombie apocalypse. I or hope not. Oh. There's no fun in it. I that. mean, the big question is, it w will season two be characters we know? Will it pick up from where episode five kind of leaves you? Will it time have passed? Or will it be a brand new group of survivors or something yeah. like that? Maybe it'll be like The Wire. I didn't watch that show, so I don't know. That's a shame. You watched Nashville and you never saw The Wire? <laughs> Nashville, yes. I, I've watched one and one-fourth episode of Nashville, and I enjoy them quite a bit. You should watch What's going to happen? What's going to happen in The Wire? What? Oh, you're just talking about What's going to happen in Nashville? <laughs> Probably <laughs> none of the same things are the kid, on the Is the one kid going to find out crossover that it's though. the, the, the byproduct of the, the, the two stars getting together? And what do we yeah. think now that the old star and the, the old star are in love, but the old star's making love to that Hayden Penitentiary now? Anyway, uh, a lot of us really like... How do we get out of Nashville? <laughs> I know, yeah. A lot of us really like Walking Dead. Yes. It's conceivable... It may a lot of us may vote for it for Game of the Year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I do think that last episode has something to do with that, you know? Like, sure. It goes up, you know, if it was great all this time and then the last episode sucks, I don't know that I would 
yeah. you know, one I think it, I think the last episode is going to be heartbreaking and devastating, and that's what we're all going to walk away going, man, this was like, this is, that was heavy, and we went somewhere with these characters that, you know, we weren't expecting to go maybe when you started. Because, like, I'll tell you what it is for me, right? Like, and this, I've known, I've talked about this in, I think, just about every one of my reviews since I reviewed them for IGN, is that I love Clementine. But we've, ne- we've never had the option to tell Clementine we love her. Yeah. And so, like, that, that has to be coming in episode five. And I'm sure it's going to be in some, like, she's in a garbage disposal or something. <laughs> some <laughs> horrible thing is happening, and then we get to say it. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes, something really significant happens at the end of episode four. Were you honest about it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I wasn't. Yeah. Okay. You're, you're, I see how you play in the real life. Yeah. I, I, I often have, find that the decisions that we made were not popular. Like at the end when it shows you how uh, everyone yeah. has it, it's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a terrible person. No, you know, yeah, me I'm, too. A, I'm a good guy. I try. I try. There's some lies here and there. <laughs> yeah, like, like I, I, my first playthrough of a Walking Dead game for review is always the one where I'm trying to be what I would do, what I really want to do. And so, like, the only real, like, questionable decision in four was I, I just didn't help that one person. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, no, this is over. Sorry. I know. You, you go to hell. Yeah. Uh, this is the snowman's nipples. The snowman's <laughs> nipples. <laughs> what would what they, they, yeah, what, yeah, what what they, they make, make out, out of? of? You could put a Hershey Kiss out there. You could put... Well, maybe like... Uh, Hershey Kisses would the, be great. The, what about... the Halloween candy? Candy corn. Candy corn, yeah. You can use what about just nipples. like a baby bottle's... <laughs> what about <laughs> a baby bottle's rubber nipples? Those are some big nipples, yeah. Yeah. Drew, or uh, the snowman says, asks, is it just me or is the hype... For God of War Ascension reached a franchise low. Is this an example of a series going for too long? Uh, Yeah, it's totally at a franchise low. I wrote about it at a three snowman's nipples in an article titled uh, Get Over Yourself and and Enjoy God of War because it was one of those things uh, at the the E3 presentation, we went into the whole, hey, let's talk about PlayStation Mobile and let's talk about Wonderbook for way too long. And the way they came out of that was God of War. And it it wasn't a quick enough turnaround to get people excited for Mm -hmm. it. So when people sat down and talked about, hey, let's talk about the PlayStation press conference, yada, yada. They totally overlooked God of War and jumped to The Last of Us. And when I watched God of War and got to play God of War, I was like, holy shit, this looks good. This, I, you know, I, I described God of War 3 as visual porn a lot, and this looks so much better than that. Wait. But still God of War. As opposed to like yeah. erotica that you read? Or? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's visual porn. Like, it's like if, I'm, if you're watching porn porn, you're, you're out there for the erotica. You're out there for... Nobody calls it that. I know. I'm just saying, porn porn. I think porn porn is visual porn. Yeah. But what I'm saying is instead of... Wa- you're, not, you're not impressed by the sex act you're watching in God of War. You're impressed by the visuals. I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't follow. I'm, let's, moving on. I've yeah. been talking <laughs> about this for like four years, so thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Assholes. Um, yeah. I, did, I did see that news story about how there's like... Um, Skins from the movie Three Hundred. Yeah, I mean, is is there a way? Is there is? Can you possibly make your game less relevant? <laughs> yeah, that was a weird choice. Three Hundred. I know. That was like a, I like yeah, that. I like, like that movie. He didn't like that movie. But it's old. It's just very old. It was like, a no, weird thing. It was a really weird thing to announce the pre-order is. bonus that hey, look at this thing that we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, so I think it's a side effect of this generation being so old, right? I mean, yeah. we. I'm not much of a God of War guy, but I'm a big Gears of War game, and that's a very, very similar situation sure. with Judgment. You know, it's it's they're not willing to give it a number. It's not God of War mm-hmm. four. Yeah, they're that's not willing the thing, to yeah. you know put a stake in the ground. And it's the same with Gears. And is God of War the same team? Yeah, it's Sony oh, Santa Monica. It is the yeah, same yeah. team. So it's not the exact same situation. I mean, they're, 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 well, their team evolves every time. Yeah. Like, they bring in new directors every time. Sure, so it's sure. Not like it's the fact that it's not a true sequel, not God of War 4, that's huge because uh, the hype around Assassin's Creed 3 is really, really high. And, Compared to Revelations. You know, but there's been Revelations and Brotherhood yeah. that have come yeah. out. A big sure. part of it, too, for God of War was a really awkward first outing, right? Is that they came out and like it was uh, Colin Goldfarb down there, and this yeah. got reflected in all the write-ups. 
hey everybody, God of War multiplayer, and everybody's that like, was with uh, all the, it was like 15 Kratos is fighting at the same time, right? It wasn't that. No, that, that it was no, that's not what it was. It was at least 12. <laughs> at least 12 Kratos is fighting. Them. God yeah. of War multiplayer, and what they showed wasn't like super, you know, uh, indicative of what the final product was to be. They weren't really. People walked away from this presentation a little bit baffled by it and what it was, and, and then it got put out there that. You know, it's multiplayer is the focus, multiplayer is the focus, and it was like, is there a single player? And they're like, yeah, there's this Kratos prequel, and it's, it's somewhere here, and it was, it was just a weird way to come out and do that. Yeah, I mean, so I that's don't, why. I don't and think plus it's not. We're not close to it. I know we're in the yeah, it's not we're in the midst of all these big year. games coming out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's an example of the franchise going on too long. I yeah, mean, no, obviously, the, plenty of franchises go on longer and reinvent themselves, and so it's not that. It's just it's kind of the time of year. It's you know, putting multiplayer in a game that maybe like people are saying it's pretty fun, but on the surface of it, you're like, well, this game doesn't really make sense for multiplayer. Like people need to see it for themselves right. to understand. You need it. to get a, a beta out. It's there got some hurdles to overcome for sure. Yeah. Uh, this is our, our listener and fan. Our good friend, Darth Young. Yeah. From he's, Dublin. He's, he's Darthrakian or whatever. From Dublin, <laughs> Ireland. Uh, hey guys, I've just started listening to The Scoop. Wanted to ask you, what do you think, uh, or do you think, all Assassin's Creed fans will understand references to the American War of Independence in Assassin's Creed 3 if they're from another country? My big, th- uh, the big turnoff for all the other Assassin's Creed was, I'm not Roman, I don't understand yeah. what this is. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think it'll be fine. Uh, Ubisoft is a French uh, company, and they have fans all over the world, and I'm sure they're being very mindful of it, not to m- play you know, too much inside baseball with their, mm-hmm. with their game. They want people all over the world to buy their game. So. Yeah, I mean, the history is always kind of a backdrop, right? So it'll be like, oh, Benedict Arnold, like, I don't know who that guy is. But like, I, you know, obviously, I went to school. I know American history, but I don't, I mean, it's been like 12 years since I studied any of yeah, that, yeah. like, really seriously. Like, I only have like a surface level memory of like what the heck even happened, you know, specifically beat by beat in the American Revolution. And anyway, like I couldn't plot any of it out on a timeline or anything sure. like that. So, I think I think it'll be fine. It's just an excuse to run around rooftops. Like, yeah. yeah, we play games set in other time periods and settings and places we didn't. Go yeah, and I mean, and I don't, time. I don't, yeah, I don't know that much about the you know Medici family or any of that in like ancient Rome, but like I know enough that like it provides me some context and Leonardo da Vinci and blah blah blah. Like yeah. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Yeah. Agreed. This is uh, Rob C., the pretentious asshole. Oh. He lives in the UK. This is, this is we'll, we'll be the judges of that. Did we call him that, you think? Did we call him that? Yeah, did we call him in a, in a past episode? Oh, maybe. That could oh. be. Uh, the subject line is, <laughs> just a bit of info on something strange Damon said a couple scoops back. Uh-oh. Did you take a strange corner? <laughs> when you were talking about the, s- the small Japanese bars a couple weeks ago. Do you guys remember this? Yes. yes, yes. When you were talking about TGS and how you went. I, I-, I watched this episode mm-hmm. and you went to the house. I said a Scottish guy and a British guy came in. He says, this is strange because it would be like saying a Californian and an American. Scottish people are British. Oh. So I, I apologize. That is my, that's my own ignorance there. But I would I ask, know that. How, what, how should I have characterized them? Because the accents are different. Yeah. I don't know. I know it's kind of a pet peeve of some people that live in the UK that, you know, England and the United Kingdom and Scotland and Britain, like, these are all, like, kind of the same thing, but they're all different things. And some are areas within the country, and the country is really, like, three regions put together. And uh, I know, you know, different people kind of want to make sure that people from other countries get it right. Is it like so a, would it be a Scottish guy and an English guy? No, they're, they're, Scotland is part of England, so they're just yeah. both English guys. It's like the difference between Mary Poppins and Scrooge McDuck. So Great Britain and England are the same thing. Yeah, England. Great Britain is the country that combines England, Scotland, and oh no, Ireland maybe. Like, but I then think what is what's, all, what's the United Kingdom? That is the. That's not. The, I thought that's what you just it's said. The same thing. That, that is the United Great Kingdom. Britain. 
But he's oh, great, great Britain. Britain. Yeah. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Would it be was that the way around? <laughs> we're, we're, all we're, we're doing, doing is demonstrating or just demonstrating. We have I mean, no idea. This is the awesome part. I mean, like I, I, I mean, like uh, our American public school system, I think, does put us at a distinct yeah. disadvantage <laughs> about other cultures. <laughs> yeah. I always thought that. So enjoy fucking the American Revolution, a <laughs> starring Toby Keith. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. two guys came in in the bar. One of them had a British accent. One of them had a Scottish accent. Sure, I, fair I enough. I, I think that's okay. okay. Um, I think his point's fair, but you, obviously they talk sure. different. They have, you know, they you, different things are associated with them. Like, you know. Oh, that's why he's a pretentious asshole. Eating haggis and yeah. Blah, well, blah, Rob, blah. see, right back into us, in, 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 or because in, we're not going to talk to Keza ever. <laughs> Just explain <laughs> to us how what you would have called it yeah. and what the breakdown is, because clearly we don't know. Yeah. And we, the reason I know anything about this at all is because I saw actually a cool infographic that explains some of it. I'll try to dig that up. I want to go to London. Me too. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go this weekend. A fun city. Okay. You're, you're, just, he's, you're just itching to go somewhere. You want to go to Vegas this morning? I did. That's true. Trying to get away from the wife. <laughs> <laughs> this is Kevin Bahar. I want to know what you guys think of PlayStation All-Stars. I know Greg and Colin love it, but what about oh. other people at IGN? And do you guys think this can sell equally as well as Uncharted or God of War? I enjoy it. I want to say I love it, yet I haven't played a final build. Okay. I have played very little of All-Stars, to be fair. Literally a couple matches. I was yeah. not incredibly impressed with that initial, very first impression. Ditto. I love the concept. I love Smash Brothers. Uh, I don't play a lot of um, serious fighting games, you know, yeah. the ones yeah. that end up in tournaments and stuff like that. But I love Smash Brothers. It's lighthearted. It's fun. People at IGN love it. Um, I'm looking forward to this. In terms of, like, having the same sort of back catalog of really cool, impressive characters, like, I think it runs pretty thin by the time you get, like, seven or eight guys It's a distinct disadvantage, yeah. yeah. You look at that, and you're like... No, I mean, there's the... What's his name? The Japanese guy? The Japanese Toro. cat with the, Toro. With the onions? Yeah. I mean, Oli once you get there, like, you're like, really? Do we, how out of well, ideas Well, he's big in right? Japan. Like, I mean, right, right. Thing. Like, so right. he's a Japanese company. Sure. And that's, um, like, to be fair, you know, Smash Brothers had, you know, Roy from Fire Emblem before those games were really coming out yeah, much in America. Yeah, that's so. true. Well, there's a difference between a, a guy with a sword and a guy with a chive. <laughs> well, that's cool, right? That they have different, you know, things or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait until um, the final version's out. I that, don't really care about the beta and stuff like that's that. That's a, a big part of it. The more I've played at events, because when I first played, I was really lukewarm on yeah. it too. And it's one of those things. Once you get to play through everybody and you see how people feel different, and you actually have time to sit down and learn a little bit about what's happening, and you you choose a character, hone in on it. That's when it all I think clicks into place of like, oh, okay, I can. It's not Smash Brothers in the way I think Smash Brothers. You yeah. can jump in with anybody and be like, oh, okay, I get what's going on, and, and kind of just mash around, knock somebody out of the <clears> ring, and yeah. you, and you win. But this it's, is different. It's sort of like um, sort of like a give and take kind of system, right? Sure. Where you can keep building up, or you can use your powers right there to kind of knock everybody out. Right, and that's that the thing second, too that the, the super system makes it not Smash Brothers. So yeah. people come in. It's one of those things. It's been interesting to watch because I think for you know like the podcast Beyond Kids who get to play it all the time we sit there and we're like okay it, Smash Brothers gets so disassociated uh, with it because it isn't the same thing mm -hmm. but then for people who are just starting to play it or just starting to see it it's still that connotation of yeah. oh, I'm just going to punch you off the level and then I'll be the way why are you coming back why are you not yep. there? And yep. you have to get used to the fact that these level, these super these supers are the only way to KO people and that's the way you win I think the um, the actual stages look really fun. Yeah. They look really creative. Yeah, yeah. The the Bioshock stage looks amazing. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of cool stuff going on there. I I'm kind of worried about like seeing how they're going to handle additional characters down the line. Yeah. Like, in terms of balance issues and DLC, and they say like, hey, we're putting these guys out today. Like that stuff always kind of worries me. I think a lot of that should be there from the beginning with a fighting game. Sure. But um, maybe they just won't. So unless they've announced that they will. So what do I know? What do DLC, DLC characters? Yeah. Do, they'll do DLC. They are. I, I, I mean, I, I don't remember an article offhand, but I mean, because yeah, the way Nintendo DLC. does it, they don't do DLC, but well, they Nintendo have. Nintendo doesn't understand the internet. Of course, <laughs> of course. But they have characters in Smash Brothers that you unlock that are sort of like 
he's a clone of Roy, or he's a clone of Link, or yeah, he's yeah, just like... Usually a little faster, slower. Yeah, yeah, they're slightly like like altered versions, yeah, uh, but they have this very similar play style. So, and you unlock them after like 20, 30 hours of playing the game or something. Yeah. So it'd be Remember cool when to you see how they do things that. instead of just buying them as DLC? Yeah, yeah that I was I kind of miss unlocking stuff. I think in you Smash Brothers for unlocking. GameCube, you had to like leave, you could leave your system on for 24 hours with a match going, and they're like, here's Mew. It was like, Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of secrets in that game. You yeah. would get trophies for playing like a hundred thousand matches mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, now are they doing like a single player like story campaign? Yep. Like, oh, they are. Yeah, for every character. Wow, I did not it's know that. that. Do you remember yeah. the very, very first? That's the boss of the game. Like, I th- yeah, I saw him in there, but I, d- I have no recollection of that guy. So that's kind of cool. Like Nintendo does similar stuff with Smash Brothers, where you can go in and you see tro- trophies of like the toys they made in the yeah. 1800s and stuff <laughs> like that, and you're like, what? Okay, it's like yeah. a weird double sort of as a museum. So that's cool that Sony's doing that too. Yeah, yeah I'm excited for it's it. It's gonna be interesting to play the final version, see how yeah. it all comes together. There's a lot of questions about it, but I'm still excited to see. There's play. there's like really good people working on that game. Yeah, so. Superbot's awesome. They picked yeah. up Seth Killian. Does yep. that mean from to come in and oversee it all? Yep. One more email this week comes from Patrick Scott. I'm a 24 24 year old male who has no qualms about expressing my Taylor Swift fandom. Yeah! <laughs> I saw she has a new album on iTunes. I need to hear what Greg thinks before I make my move on this. Oh. I trust Greg implicitly. I'm a big fan. I'm I mean, he's more Taylor Swift. If you like Taylor Swift, why wouldn't you like this album? Uh, she's definitely moved away from like even being loosely associated with country. You know, that's where she got her start. Yeah, and she's everything. just a pop star now. Yeah, right? and that's fine. Don't get me wrong. I like that fine because I mean, most even the pop, popular country is just pop music nowadays most of the time. But like, mm-hmm. there's like one where she has like a banjo in the background. That's pretty much the only thing where you're like, oh yeah, she was country at one point, doesn't she? I was, but before last GameScoop, I was talking to you about that. Mm-hmm. Like this one song, uh, the one that I really like. You were gonna just play it. Had a bit I, of a dubstep feel. Yeah, though. I've been singing it all day today, and now of course it escapes me. But anyways, that it has like yeah, a dubstep feel to it. Who uh, who are the breakup? All the songs about. This I don't know. Time. I never go investigate those. I'm not okay. a fan of knowing. I don't want to know. Really. You like the ambiguous breakups. Yeah. Can I find in my life? Give us a number. Review the new Taylor Swift on the IGN scale. See now, I've only. Oof. <laughs> not ready to. Yeah, I'm not ready for a final verdict. Can I have a couple <laughs> more days? But you can give us. You can recommend he buy it though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. Okay. Sure. 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 Yeah. Okay. I, I need to stew a bit more. I go to IGN.com. Read our review in progress. Yes. <laughs> the TV in progress. I think uh, all the guys that the breakup songs are about. Yeah. They should get together and release their own album. Probably like a own, We Are the World. Their or... own supergroup album. Yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Maybe it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So she's she's gotten completely away from her country roots. Yeah. She's just not. Like, like sad I mean, and whimsical anymore. Well, no, the, I mean that's still there. The music doesn't sound country anymore. It's not. Right. It doesn't have that like twang to it anymore. No, because I get that a lot with like rappers where their first album's like really hungry and angry, and it's like, yeah, I was poor. The next one, they're rich, and they're like, I don't have any problems to rap yeah. about anymore. No, it's about hot she's tubs still got. She's still yeah, and all of a sudden, about the same kind of goofy stuff. She's got one song that they're gonna get together and act like they're twenty-two. How old is she? She's older than 22 now. But is she like 24? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Oh, Oh, those glory days of two years ago. (laughs) Uh, Thanks, guys. Listeners, that's all the scoops we have for you this week. Remember, you can always reach us at gamescoop at IGN.com. Everybody have a great weekend. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues. 
and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.